Welcome to Identity Church Sunday Morning Message, where sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. Thank you, family. You are my family. And I I love all of you. And it's so much of a blessing to be a part of this family. As Kathy says, I've been through some really hard things. And especially in the last couple of years, have been really, really, really tough. But you know what? My family has always been there for me. And I've always known I could feel it when people were praying for me. And I would just get a text out of the blue just saying, I'm praying for you. So I just want to say that first. And God is so amazing. He he is so amazing. As we are worshiping today, He was telling us how much he loves us. And we were soaking in that. And the interesting thing is, the title of my message is, He Loves You Anyway. Yay, God. (laughs) And really what I want to do today is I just want to brag about him. Just, that's what I want to do today. Because he is so amazing. I love him so much. And I thought, you know what? I have this opportunity, this blessing, to stand up here and speak today. And I thought, what do I want to speak about? And then it just flooded me, God. Because he's so amazing, his love. His love, his love has gotten me through so many things. And I, I think that for us to really comprehend God's love, we have to understand the nature and the character of God. Amen. Because if we don't understand that, then we're not going to understand how much he loves us. God's bringing rain. We need it. We need it. Praise God. I, I, I wasn't going to share this, but I have to share this because this is funny. This morning I got up and I was reading one of my devotions. And, well, actually back up before that, I was thinking about the weather because I knew that we were going to get storms today. And I was like, oh. Man, we're going to get storms. I, I hope we don't get anything really bad. You know, and just the stuff we do sometimes. I don't know about you, but I do that sometimes. And so I open up my devotion, and it's talking about being thankful for everything. And it included the weather. And I'm like, no, no. 
So God told me, but um, he does want us to, to be thankful for everything and grateful for everything. Because one of the things that I've learned is that everything that happens, he uses for his good. Everything. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how hard it is. It doesn't matter whether we think we can handle it or not. God is in control. Always. Wow, it's really right. <laughs> First John 4, 8 says that whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. If I don't say anything else today, I just want to say that. God is love. Not God, just God loves us, but God is love. His nature and his essence are love. Everything about him is love. God's love is restorative, redemptive, and this is the awesome thing, will continue throughout eternity. Because he promises us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that's one of the things that I know really helps me get through the day is knowing that no matter what I go through, he's with me. Doesn't matter what it is, he is with you. And here's another thing that I think is important to remember, that we may not always feel God's love. Because feelings are not always, uh, let's say feelings can be fleeting. You know, our feelings are our feelings, and, and that's okay. And God loves us just as we are. Like I said, he loves you anyway. So no matter what, um, he, he reminds us that his love is unfailing, unmoving, and unconditional. Praise God. And he is a loving, today the, the theme just was permeating in here about he, him being a loving father, our loving papa. And not all of us grew up with an earthly loving father. And some of us did, and that's a blessing, but some of us didn't. So it might be difficult for some people to really understand what unconditional love is because they haven't experienced it in their life. And God's love can't be compared to human relational love because you know why? There is no comparison. There isn't. There's no comparison. Let's look deeper into the word, what it says about God's love. Because it's so important to spend time in the word and really understand who God is. Because if we don't, we're going to flounder. We're, we're just going to flop around and get lost and get scared, 
and you know all those things but when we truly 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 understand who he is we know that he is always there for us that he will never leave us and we don't have anything to be afraid of i have a t-shirt that says faith over fear and sometimes i need to wear that shirt because i need to always remember that his love is stronger than anything that can happen or anything that anyone can say or anyone can do. Doesn't matter. And trust me, that's been a long time coming for me to be able to stand here and say that. Those of you that have known me a while know that, you know, for me to, and I truly am at that point in my life where. If you don't like something, if, if I truly believe that it's God and I am right with God, if someone else doesn't like it or gets upset or gets mad or whatever else, I don't know what to tell you, you know? I mean, I try to be loving no matter what because God wants us to walk in his love. He wants us to show his love. He wants us to be his love. But he also wants us to remember who we are and who we are because of his love. And he's in us. He's in us. We, he is us. We are him. We are one. And, and so nothing can touch you unless you let it doesn't matter what it is. And God's love endures despite the season that you may be face facing. You know, we all go through seasons. When we go through those good seasons where everything's going great and, you know, we're, we got the raise at work and all our kids are doing well and our health is good and, you know, praise God. Sometimes we go through seasons where things are very difficult, where we're struggling with health issues, we're struggling with family issues, our children may have problems, any number of things. But love, God's love endures. Psalm 136.26, give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. That's one of my favorite scriptures, and I like to um, share it when I get the opportunity to teach because his love endures forever. We just grasp that. His love endures forever. While it's easy for human love to fade and dissipate, God's love sustains us in every circumstance. And I think sometimes, you know, we get hurt in the world. We get hurt by other people. We get hurt by people that we love. And we get hurt by people that we think love us. And so sometimes we can get, you know, a little sour, shall I say, about love. But God, wow. I agree. <laughs> See? Give thanks to the God of heavens. His love endures forever. Amen. Woo! He's, he's 
he, he, that's right. And I accept that. Because you know what? I know how much God loves me. And I'm not afraid to say it. I, I'm awesome because of him. Right? That's right. And you know what? Every single one of you is awesome because of him. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says. I don't care what anyone else says about you. It's not true. Only what God says. He won't leave us in our darkest moments. He will strengthen us when we're weak. Sometimes we're weak, okay? I admit it. Sometimes I'm weak, but God strengthens me. Every time I turn to him, every time I say, God help me, I need your help. He always does. I had a, the other day, I had a situation at work where somebody did something that really annoyed me. I mean, it did. It just, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not perfect. So it just really annoyed me. And, and I walked away and I said, God help me. God help me to act the right way in this situation. Because you know what? In myself, I probably would have done something, then I'd have to apologize, and you know, then you got to go through all that and and repent, and you know, but he calmed me, he gave me peace, and everything I was feeling was just gone, except for him, because he feels that. All we have to do is ask. And what do we forget to do sometimes? We forget to ask. But God demonstrates his own lo love for us in this. Why we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's how much he loves us. If we could just comprehend that. I know for me... Sometimes it's hard for me to comprehend how much God loves me. And because I think about, I have four sons. And if God came to me and said, Lisa, I want you to sacrifice one of your sons for me. I got to tell you, I mean, I would, it'd be tough. It'd be tough, but you know what? God did that for us. Because of how much he loves us. He loves us no matter what, despite our mistakes. I don't know about you, but I make mistakes. I mess up. I have wrong thoughts sometimes. But when we accept Christ, we live in freedom from the bondage of sin. So we are free. We are free. Praise God. Does that mean we are perfect? No, but the awesome thing about God's love, and this, this is what God gave me as the title of my message, is he loves us anyway. And there's so much freedom in that. You know, religion tells you that you have to do this and you have to do that, and if you don't, then... You know, God's going to be uh, angry with you, 
and then you have to go through all these steps. And But you know what? God loves you exactly the way you are. When you accept Christ as your Savior, you are free. And it doesn't matter what you do. And I'm so thankful because I know for me, sometimes the mistakes I make have, have made me feel unworthy in my past because that's the enemy. The enemy wants to say, oh, pfft, look at you. You know, you, you say you're a believer. You, you say you're walking with God. Look, at, look what you just did. Look how you just yelled at somebody or lost your cool or whatever, lied about something, you know, whatever. But God loves me anyway. God wants me to walk in excellence. He wants me to be the very best that I can be because of who he is. He wants us to show the world who he is. He wants us to be ambassadors of his love. God gave me that one day. I was praying, and he said, you know, I want my people to be ambassadors of my love. What is an ambassador? Anybody? A representative. That's what an ambassador is, is a representative of a certain country, a certain area, but God wants us to be ambassadors of his love, representatives of his love. So I know for me, I want to show his love in everything I do. I pray every day, and this is honest, on my way to work, that God will help me to be the woman that he wants me to be that day, to walk in what he wants me to walk in, to show what he wants me to show, his grace, his love, his mercy. I know that all those things are part of me because of, he, of who he is in me. I also know that it's wise for me to ask him to help me. So, <laughs> that's wisdom. My husband's very wise, and he says things like this all the time, and I'm like, yeah, that's wisdom, that's good. Um, you know, there's many examples in the Bible of people that God used, but they really messed up really bad. And I was praying about what example God wanted me to use because there's so many. <laughs> and there really is if you think about it. I mean, if you really think about it, a lot of the people that God used for his glory were really messed up people. And they made some really big mistakes. But you know what? God loved them anyway. And God used them anyway. There is freedom in that. There is freedom in that, that we know that God loves us. 
So the example that God gave me to use is Peter. Peter was kind of a mess. He, he really was. He was amazing, bold, strong, but he made quite a few mistakes. And one that I want to talk about is when um, Jesus told him in Matthew 26, 34 through, through 35, I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And I can picture him saying that with a lot of pride and, you know, I would never do that. Do we ever do that? Oh, I would never, ever, ever do that. And then all of a sudden we're doing it and like, what am I doing? And that very night that Jesus is arrested, Peter is accused of being a follower of Christ. And just as Jesus predicted, Peter denies him three times. Okay, so let's think about this just for a second. Because this makes me feel better. I mean, I mean I'm not... I'm, <laughs> sorry, Peter. But Jesus told him he was going to do it. He told him ahead of time that he was going to do it. Okay, now, wouldn't you kind of think if Jesus told you ahead of time, that you were going to do something, that you wouldn't do it. But you know what? He did, even though he knew. And why did he do it? Fear. I mean, he didn't want to get killed. He didn't want to get arrested. You know, and I think that's what happens to us sometimes is that we have the best of intentions. We really do. We, we love him. He loves us. We have the best of intentions. But sometimes in that heat of the moment, when something's coming at us really fast and it throws us, sometimes we respond in a way that we wish we hadn't. And usually, I find for me in my life that it's usually the little things. You know, like just something will happen and somebody will do something and I'll just say something really stupid or, you know, and I think, but it's because it's in that moment. It's in, and, and guess what flares up? Emotions. Feelings. What kind of feelings do we have? Fear, jealousy, insecurity. Anger. I mean, anger is a trigger for a lot of people. Because I've, I've heard a lot of people, Pastor Charlie has talked about that many times, that, you know, anger, we, we can be driving down the road and, you know, I got my praise music on and everything's going great and I'm having a really awesome day and the sun is shining and I'm, I'm feeling good. Lord, you are awesome. 
and all of a sudden somebody cuts me off, man, it's gone. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, guess what I'm thinking? Now, I might not say it. I think I've gotten to that point, but, and I don't do the hand. I keep the hand down. I used to do that. I did. I admit it. I used to. But I did. I'm being honest. <laughs> he just said, can you see Lisa doing it? No, I did. I. <laughs> Right, right, with the little fish on the back of the car. Yeah. I know Joyce Meyer, Meyer talks about that, about, you know, being careful what you do on the road because you got the sticker on your car. <laughs> and yeah, I don't have any on mine either. But, you know, it's the little things. It's, it's, it happens, and, and we're human, and... You know, now I, I've learned, this is kind of silly. I don't know, sometimes God just tells me to say things. But I have learned now, instead of calling people really bad names, I call them stupid things like Doogie Howserhead or, you know, just stupid. I know, I'm just out there. I just share whatever. But I know, right? <laughs> I know some people are looking at me like, who the heck is Doogie Hauser? I don't even know who that is. But I do, don't I, Michael? I do. <laughs> but so that's growth. It is. It's but I you know, I'm getting to the point where I realize, you know, we live in a fallen world. We live in a in a hurting world. And as followers of Christ, we want to be examples of his love. We want to show others who he is through us and through the things that we do and the things that we say. And back to Peter, kind of got sidetracked there. That was a rabbit trail for sure. That was... That was that was a big rabbit trail. But um, so we would think with Peter, okay, you just really messed up. You're, you're out. Right? But no. No, Peter goes on to become the leaders of the disciples, the leader of the disciples, preaching the first evangelical message after which more than 3,000 people got saved. And Peter was also the first disciple that Jesus came to. Interesting. So I think that just gives us so much hope. It gives us so much hope because God loves us anyway. Even if you mess up like Peter or other, I mean, there's so many in the Bible that, that have messed up, that God's still going to use you. He's still going to use you. The only way that God will not use you for his good purpose is if you don't let him.
only way. Because God is going to use you no matter what. No matter what your weaknesses are, no matter what your abilities are, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I get amazed that, that God uses me in some of the ways that he does because if it was strictly by ability, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, there are people that are these great Bible scholars and they, you know, they know the word so deeply and, and they're amazing. And I think, what am I doing standing up here? You know, but you know what? It's God. God will use you to help others realize that they can do it too. Because I'm telling you, if there's things I can do in the kingdom that he get you too. There are so many things that God wants you to do. And try but what do we have to do? Trust him. Trust him and be willing. I think one of the the things the enemy likes to do when God calls us to do something is to start telling us all the reasons why we can't. Well, you can't do that. How are you going to do that? You don't have the money. You don't have this. You don't have that. You know, how are you going to do that? But God will give us everything we to need, everything that we need to do what he has called us to do. So if you know that God has called you and you know it's God, then don't doubt it because he's going to give you everything that you need to do what he calls you to do. Failure in some areas of our lives does not mean that God is finished with us. Okay, and that happens to a lot of people. It does. I mean, I know pastors that have been hurt and burned so badly by the church that they leave and and they never preach again. It happens. All kinds of, of different failures and things that can happen to us. But you know what I've learned? Because believe me, I have experienced failures. I have experienced falling short. I have experienced doubting myself and my abilities. But one of the things that I realize is that everything we go through, there's a reason. And God will use it if we trust him. No matter what, no matter how painful it is. We just have to not allow that, what I call stinking thinking, that's what I call it, where we get thoughts that are not of him. Because if it's negative, it's not of him. Plain and simple. Because God is an encourager. God is a lover. God is love. So he's not going to say anything negative to you. He's not going to want anything to happen to you that is hurtful. And if it does, he's there for you. He's got you. He's protecting you. He's holding you because he is a great God. 
We serve a God who's able to take our defeats, missteps, and weaknesses and still use to bring glory to his name. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't have any weaknesses, so I'm good. But you know what? Weaknesses are part of who we are, and God loves us anyway. We are all made in his image. Every single one of us is. We are also all made to be unique. We are all different, every single one of us, and we all have different areas where we are very strong, and we have areas where we are not so strong. But that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. God made you a certain way for a reason. When I was a child, I used to get made fun of because I was so sensitive. And, I mean, anything would make me cry. I, I was just extremely sensitive child. And in some ways, you know, I kind of felt, I started to feel like it was a, a wrong thing to be so sensitive but you know what? It's not in his kingdom. When, it, when, it, when he's using my sensitivity, it is not wrong. Because sensitivity gives us the ability to understand what other people are going through, to care about what other people are going through, to show love to other people that are going through difficult things. So that sensitivity that I felt for a long time was something not good is a gift that God has given me when it's used in his kingdom. And I believe that he'll take anything about you when you trust him and use it for his good, no matter what. There have been times in my life where I have experienced the pain of my poor choices or actions. I don't live there anymore. It's gone. Thank God. Sometimes I'll share my testimony with people at work because most of them are not believers. And they think, you know, because of who I am and who's inside of me, you know, they look at me a certain way. And so when I share, when I know it's God, and I share some of the things that I've done in the past, they look at me like, you're crazy. There's no way you did that. Oh, yeah, there is. But you know what? I don't live there anymore. God has forgiven me. I am a new creation. I am a new person. And he forget, will forgive you too if you ask him to. No matter what you've done, well, no matter what you're doing right now, he will forgive you if you ask him to. But sometimes I think, you know, we have opportunities. We have to share our testimony so that people know I, I haven't always been the way that I am right now because of who Christ is in me. Because when Christ, when I wasn't walking with Christ, I was a mess. I really was. But he has changed me, praise God. 
and he changes us. And during these times, I draw strength from his word where he tells the story of the heroes of faith who have really blown it. Just like I said, sometimes when we look at the word, we, we see how extreme some of the people were messed up in the Bible. It, it gives us freedom to know that it's okay. God's nature is all about redemption. That's, his nature is about redemption. His nature is about love. He wants us to love. He wants us to spread the word about who he is. And a lot of times that's not so much with our words, but with our actions. Because people watch what you do. I mean, you can say a lot of things, but they watch what you do and how you act and what choice you make. I had a situation happen where someone wanted me to lie about something. It was minor. It was a little thing. But I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I did it in love. But you know, it's okay. He wants us to serve in, a, in his kingdom. No one has a greater love for you than Jesus. Amen? No one has a greater love for you than Jesus. Romans 8, 28, In all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. This is a reminder of how deep God's love is for us. And I, I'm going to start wrapping it up here, but one of the things I just want everybody to hear and walk away with just really knowing how much God loves you. I mean, just soak in it. And how much, I know we did this morning during the praise and worship time, but he loves you so much. And we find hope and cling to the powerful witness of God's love, which enables us to love others as he loves us. Because I, again, like I said before, I can't love others the way he loves me unless I understand his love and I'm walking in his love. If you don't understand how much he loves you, then you can't understand how to love others. You know, the word tells us to love others, but if you don't really get how much he loves you, you're not going to be able to do that in the way that God has called us to. And what I pray over everyone today, what I would like to say over everyone today is that may we experience God's love in new and refreshing ways. That's what I want to speak over everyone here today. May we all experience his love in new and refreshing ways as we seek to grow in him. 
Because as we grow in him, we understand on a deeper level who he is. And when we spend time with him, and that's vital, you know, spending time with him. When you really love someone, you want to spend time with them, right? You want to be with them. Well, that's what God wants. He wants us to want to be with him. I just want to say thank you, God, for your love. We know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. I just want to say thank you. I just am really blessed that I was able to come up here today and just brag about how awesome God is. Because he is. He's awesome. And you know what? The rain's starting to let up, so there you go. <laughs> I just want to close with this promise from the Word. Romans 8, 38 and 39. And I know a lot of you are familiar with this scripture. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else, in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? I am, yeah, when we've had speakers here, we had a really great speaker that used this scripture and taught, I am persuaded, and had all this passion, and it's like, I'm not going to do it, no, but <laughs> God bless you, and just thank you for this opportunity to come up here and, and just share with you how awesome God is. Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church. To know more about us, go to IdentityChurch.net, where you'll find resources such as a calendar, media, and upcoming events. You may also download an app for your mobile device from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Then from your mobile device, you can hear our messages, read from the Bible, take notes, connect with us on the social media, and even pay your tithe. Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.